It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. G'day, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. G'day, behind the steel curtain. My name is Mark Davison, and you're listening to Steelers Touchdown Under. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome to the live chat. Welcome to the audio platform. Um, today here, I'm sitting with, well, sitting, I'm well, kind of close to, but really, 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 really far away. Uh, Maddie's out today, and I've got Tony. Tony, how you doing, mate? What's going on? You're, am- a, you're, a, you're a new Aussie. I am a new Aussie, an honorary Aussie. I am doing great. I am doing fantastic. And that was a great intro. That was a professional level intro. I am. Uh, how are you doing, Mark? How I'm are you doing? It, it, it's morning over there, right? Yeah. Well, I'll just tell Antonio off there. Yeah, I'm still waking up, and I'm pretty excited for the the podcast. And I'm getting ready, and I'm like, no, it's like I'm, it's nine o'clock, and I'm like, okay, I've got an hour to go. And then forty minutes just flew past. And I'm like. Holy dooly, I gotta got get this show going. I gotta get some notes <laughs> cracking, I gotta get some ideas cracking. Um, and here we are. And like Tony and you guys in the live chat, a lot of you guys in America, I'm the odd one out. Um, it's your 8 p.m., it's your Saturday night. So what are you what are you guys doing for your Saturday night? How's how's your Saturday been, Tony? Well, I'm gonna later on, here's how exciting it's gonna be for me. I'm gonna go and order some breadsticks and watch some streaming TV. Well, I'm I'm old now, so that's pretty much all I do on Saturday night. What about you? What are you going to do later on Sunday night, right? When Later on, it'll be Sunday yeah, night for you. Yeah, well, t- today is actually uh, Mother's Day. So I don't, I think it, uh, I think actually Mother's Day, is it Mother's Day tomorrow in America? Yes, yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Uh, uh, May, May 9th. Yeah, I think uh, for some reason that the, the National Holiday Mother's Day is celebrated on the same day in Australia and in America. Um, however, I think, believe Father's Day is different, but yeah. Um, I think today we're just going to watch. We have the football on today, the NRL and National Rugby League. The Manly's going really well. I've finally started winning a little bit. So 
might go and buy my uh, mother some lunch and then, yeah, just chill out. But, yeah, I'm still still kind of waking up and I should have got up a bit earlier, guys. But, look, let's let's crack into uh, the show today. We've got a lot of friends in the, in, uh, in the live chat. Uh, Stacey, Ryan, Tom, Shield. Shield twice there, two comments in a row. But, look, let's touch. Look, let's look into the theme of the show today. And for me, look, I, I believe that the draft, you even covered it last night, Tony. I think, that, I think the draft is, you know, it's been set. It's been set enough on, on my part. So theme, theme of today's show and the title of today's show is, are the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into the 2021 season as the underdog? What, what are your initial thoughts on that, Tony? And we'll, we'll go into it as the show progresses. Oh, I think I think they're the underdog. You talking about the AFC North? Yeah, they're they're the underdog. Uh, you have to consider the the Ravens the favorites because uh, they've been in the playoffs the last three years. They won the division uh, in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, former MVP, uh, and, and they they made some uh, decent moves in the not not many free agent moves, but they did sign what Kevin Zeitler, guard. And they they signed Big Al the other day, so that's gonna shore up your line a little bit at least you would you would think so uh they're they're, they're trying to find jackson some weapons uh they already have mark andrews a tight end they're, they're bringing in some more receivers uh rashad bateman they they, they found that one from uh, i forget his name I, I wrote it down from uh he, he was a pretty good uh pick in the fourth round uh wallace tylen wallace i mean not that he's not that it's gonna matter he might not be anything but so they're trying to get him some weapons they, they drafted jk dobbins last year and of course the the Browns are, are, are really good on paper. They have a great defense. They added Clowney, uh, John Johnson, the safety, uh, and they have a, t- a ton of weapons are lying this better. So they're they're definitely the underdog, but it doesn't mean anything because they were the underdog last year at this time. Everybody, nobody thought they would yeah. win more than seven, eight, nine games. So uh, on paper, the, they're the underdog, but it really doesn't mean anything. I think the only thing that 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 has that going for us for us being the underdog is because yes. We went 11-0, and then we proved the media. Um, a lot of this show is going to be uh, forced around the NFL media and what they think of us. Now, we proved the media that they were correct. So they, we said, or they said that, that we were 11-0, the worst team in history, the worst 11-0 team in history. Right. And then we proved them right, and we became 1-5. and five. And that's why I kind of think, okay, maybe we are the underdog. Because I was watching uh, NFL Live the other day uh, on, the, on, the, on Foxtel or on our TV, and they got to a part where one of the analysts was talking about um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they, they basically just did, they gave them about 20 second airtime. And two of the other hosts just laughed. And I was like, hang on a minute. Well, let's, let's slow down a bit. Why, how, how, I don't know where this view is coming from. Like, I guess we did lose at the end, but you can't rate people right now at the start of this draft. The, the no. players, like the players, haven't snapped the ball yet. Like they haven't. Um, there's no mini camps, no training camps, and 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 they're giving the Browns and the Ravens the automatic pass that they're going to beat the Steelers, and the Steelers are going to go below 500. Now, what I want to ask you, Tony, is: Do will the Pittsburgh Steelers like playing that role as the underdog? They always, they always seem to thrive in that role. I mean, every every time they're a, they're especially a road underdog in a primetime game or something like that. Uh, they always thrive and in big picture when, when they're not expected to do much, they usually uh, surprise people. Uh, remember 2010, Ben was out for four games. Nobody thought they would have a good year and they made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, a couple of years ago when Ben got hurt, they, everybody wrote them off. They, they, 
They traded uh, their first round pick for Mika Fitzpatrick. Everybody thought that was a future move, but it turned out it was a present move because it helped them almost make the playoffs and it, it helped uh, solidify their defense, take their defense to a whole new level. And uh, they, they went, what, eight and eight, and they almost made the playoffs. So I think they do like that role. And, and, and you know, as far as w- w- the national media, they've been downing the Steelers for years. I mean, going back to, uh, to the 2019 offseason, everything that went down with Antonio Brown, they were trying to blame the Steelers for all that. Ben, Tomlin, the front office, and, and, and you know, I think history has shown that, that the Steelers were probably in, in the right there. But uh, either way, uh, they, they didn't seem to, to be too keen on uh, Big Ben coming back last year. A lot of people wrote him off. And for a while there, he was a dark horse MVP candidate. So I think they do like playing that role. And I think they have a lot to prove to people in 2021. Well, that's it. Well, Big Ben had was having a really great year until until near the end. But it's just I'm just trying to get my head around and how this kind of works with the NFL media because they have their stars. They have their stars like um, who's that bloke in, in Seattle, Russell Wilson. They yeah. have their, actually I might even get your thoughts and your take on this. What's your thoughts on uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay? That seems to be a spotlight, and it's turning into like this sports drama culture where okay, look, there's a bit. There's even us on the, and I'm very blessed to be here as well. I'm just a, I'm blowing from Australia. I just I put my hand up and said, "Can I please have a podcast?" And that kind of worked out, <laughs> yeah, right? So I've got my voice. But like, we seem to be talking about things that aren't even happening yet. Like with Aaron, what do, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers? I think uh, I don't know what his deal is. I guess he has he has an issue with the general manager. Uh, but I think it, it it goes back to what I always say. Why bring a why bring a, a young quarterback in? Why draft a guy in the first round if you know you still have your franchise quarterback on on your roster? Because usually, if you look at history, it just doesn't. It always leads to problems. And, and if anybody should know about that is Aaron Rodgers, because when when he was drafted back in two thousand five, and he had to wait those three years, evidently Brett Favre wasn't necessarily a, a very warm and welcoming to him for those three years. He felt threatened, just like. Uh, Roethlisberger kind of felt threatened a few years ago when they drafted Mason Rudolph in the third round. So, um, I, I, yeah, but, but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's, he's always been that kind of a guy. It seems to me, I enjoy him as a quarterback. I really do. I, I think he's great. I think obviously he's funny in those commercials, but, but he seems like one of those people that just will not compromise. He won't, he won't give an inch. And when it comes to that, a lot of, a lot of franchise quarterbacks are like that. They don't, they, they, yeah. They, they want to be the man in the franchise, and they realize how, how important, how, how much power they have within the organization. When you have a quarterback like that, that who's that talented uh, and that special, I think they, he knows that how much that he's the most important part of the, uh, the organization. See, that's true, right? That's true in being Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Big Ben. You know, all these guys are very similar. And they say, you know, it's they're a one-man band. But when realistically speaking, there's still there's 50 other two people on that team. So, right. like, I, I don't know what I really make out of this. Aaron Rodgers want to be transferred or want to um, not play for the Packers. It seemed to got leaked out of somewhere. Now it's been pl- blown up out of proportion. And mm. it just feels like no matter what Aaron wanted to do, now he has to leave because <laughs> of what's been right. said. Right. Like, maybe he didn't even really want to go that badly. Maybe the issue wasn't that bad at all. But now the media, um, you and I, everyone else in the live chat around the world are saying, Rogers has got to leave. And right. then how do you get that trust back with the organization? Now, I'm very happy, and which, which is also key too, as well with this underdog theme, that the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't being talked about. 
Right. Right. So that's a good right. thing. Like with Big Ben, there's no real off season. I've, I checked the uh, the news uh, today, yesterday, and the day before, trying to see what we could have, have a, a conversation about, and there was nothing. Right. <laughs> there's nothing right. being happening. We're we're signing cornerbacks. We're signing um, uh, guys for the depth chart. We're signing guys for the the off season program. We're signing future drafts, uh, uh, undrafted players. But there's no big real enemy that the media can grab and say the Steelers are doing this. Right. If you look at the Texans, Texans are in a bit of heat. We won't go into that discussion, but they're in a bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Um, they're focused on the Jets now. The Jets are <clears throat> with the new quarterback. So this seems to me like 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 for, like Steelers are a great franchise, and you and I are both biased. But for some reason, Tony, why are the Pittsburgh Steelers in in your mind pushed aside and not talked about? Well, I think you always have that with teams like the Steelers and the Cowboys and uh, those kind of franchises. Uh, people want to see the other; uh, they, they want to see the underdog rise up, and, and uh, they want to see a new champion. So I, th- I think that's why a lot of people are, are uh, keen on the Browns. They've been they've been rooting for the Browns to uh, to to uh, improve year in and year out. And, and I think now this is this is the year people are ready for them to really make that that leap from contender to maybe a having a true championship run. I think that's a part of it. And I think also the reason why people are down on, on a team like the Steelers is because they know that their, their, their fan base is as, as you know, you're in Australia. It's so it's worldwide, it's all over. And, and when uh, we feel like the, the franchise is being disrespected, we're going to be more passionate in how we, how we respond to that than maybe other fan bases would be. So I think that's part of it too. Excellent. So I want to go into a point here as well, which um, I want to bring up the live chat. And Mark, if I can get it here, Mark Tobin says in the live chat, now he believes that we're underdog because we are one and done in the playoffs and we never live up to expectations. That's a great point. What do you think about that? We haven't won a game in about five years. Yeah. Would that also feed into our status of, of playing the role of, as the underdog? What, what do you reckon? Yeah, and, and it's that. It, it's the fact that, that Ben Roethlisberger is 39 now and, and – uh, you have these uh, two young quarterbacks, uh, Lamar Jackson, who's already proven a bit in the NFL. He hasn't proven really much in the playoffs, but he's he's certainly been excellent in the regular season. And Ma- Baker Mayfield, uh, and of course, and you have Joe Burrow. So uh, you have these three young stud quarterbacks in the division. Ben's thirty nine, and he hasn't really looked good in his last three playoff games. They haven't looked good as a team in their last three playoff games, and and, and that I think that has a lot to do with it. And 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 you know, you lose an Antonio Brown, who was a big part of their franchise, a big a weapon for them. He's been gone for a couple of years now. Le'Veon Bell has been gone for a few years. So the, the, the thing that made them work and the thing that made them contenders uh, in, the, in the eyes of the national media, they're all, they're all, they're either gone or, or in Ben's case, he's, he's older and he's coming off of a major elbow surgery. So I think that plus the, the fact that they've, that they've uh, underachieved in the playoffs the last couple of years. Of course, I mean, you have to factor in injuries, which a lot of people don't, they don't want to. They conveniently forget about the injuries. They've had some really, mm. really uh, critical injuries leading into the playoffs. Uh, probably going back to what 2014. I mean, it seems like they never, they they never uh, get away unscathed when it comes when it comes to the uh, these end of season injuries. Maybe the uh, maybe the NFL media is trying to turn us into the Cleveland Browns. That every yeah. year that we just you know that we might have a chance. We have an okay team, but then go nowhere. Because right. look, I, I I've said in previous shows and other podcasts with Maddie and other other BTSC um, podcasters, 
I feel like we have to get this one one victory in the playoff because we've had TJ Watt there and he hasn't even mm. got a victory in the playoffs yet. Right. Um, right. The Jaguars beat us. The Browns beat us. Um, maybe we just aren't flashy anymore at, the, 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 at that level and that that you know that media spin. But it just seems very funny because I know we have a good team, and I think there are certain players like even with the NFL draft. Um, what what role do you think uh, Najee Harris plays in? identifying this team and if if we are the underdog what does he play and how does he how does he um create or make us successful well i think he's somebody that Matt, if matt canada is smart he's going to try to build his offense around because they seem to target uh, a bunch of players early in the draft that, that that were geared towards his schemes from what i understand from what i've read so i think you know you have to make him a focal point Obviously, Ben is still the most important component. If he if he doesn't go, then the, then the offense doesn't go. But but if you can if you can get a running game going, and, and if you can make uh, Najee Harris kind of like you know the new Le'Veon Bell, and, and and when I say that, I mean somebody who's a three down back, somebody who uh, you can give the ball to 20, 25 times a game on the ground, and somebody who you make a weapon in the passing game out of the backfield. And he's not a, necessarily as polished at that as Bell was coming out of school, but but he's uh he's still that kind of back, so I, I think I think he could if you make him the focal point early, and he certainly is going to have the opportunity because he's head and shoulders above uh, better than anybody else they have on the roster as far as running back. So it's going to be a great opportunity for him to be the uh, uh, a star, kind of like Chase Claypool was early on, where, where he was a, a weapon from day one. So I think I think that's what Harris can be for them. Do, do you reckon that uh, Harris carries the rocks 75 percent of the time? Or is he he's day one starter? Correct. Like, does he change the game that much? And do we use uh, do we use uh, Derek Watt as fullback? And we 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 go we go that way. I don't know about the fullback part. I, I, that's that's interesting because because uh, you know I, I don't know, I'm not sure if Ben's gonna how much he's gonna he's gonna want to take the ball under center. I know he's probably gonna do it some, but probably not as much as people would like. I think he's still gonna try to. It's, it's still gonna be predominantly a, a, a shotgun quarterback. So. You're probably not going to see a whole lot of Derek Watt, but I'm, I'm sure uh, Matt Canada is going to going to try to utilize as many of his weapons as he can, and if that means uh, having Watt in there as, as a true fullback, you didn't see a whole lot of that last year. Then I think he he, he might get he might get some opportunities. Yeah, see, I, see, I think if we if we use uh, not, I keep saying it wrong, Najee, what's Najee's and Najee Harris. Now I think he if we still are the underdog in the for some reason. Um, and we'll go into this too. I want to talk a bit, little bit about the AFC North in just a minute. But, you know, the Browns and the Ravens are better than us. And I believe I believe the Browns might have a solid team, right? But if we use, we use Najee correctly and we start to play, we get off the, off the, off the gun and off, off the foot fast, and we win three, three games and lose one, then we right. have to be talked about. However, I kind of have this joking idea that I don't. I don't want the Steelers to win the first two games or three games because then we'll, we'll be so forgotten about that when we come when we come running down into the playoffs near the end. So I'll be like, "Who's this team?" Like they'll have no right. idea. Right. Whereas they're 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 talking about Baker. They're talking about um, Jackson. But if you could rank them, we have to include the Bungles, right? If you could rank them, um, who who do you rank in the the AFC North? And I'll give you give you my thoughts after, like one to four, and, and who do you think's the best? I think on paper, as far as talent, I think the Browns have the best talent. But if you're, if you're going to ask me who, who the best team is, who I think has 
is geared to win the division, it would, it would be the Ravens, number one, Browns, second, and then the Steelers, and of course the Bengals. But but uh, that's just on paper. That's just going by the the talent that that the uh, Browns and the Bengals, or I'm sorry, the Browns and the Ravens have, and some of the the question marks that the Steelers have because. The reason why I'm ranking them third really is is because of the question marks on the offensive line. And now with the secondary, with the, you know, the release of Steven Nelson, you don't know how things are going to shake out in the secondary. So I think if they can get that shored up, uh, then that might change some things. But, you know, the, the great thing about, about this year is they, they don't have to start off hot because there's an extra game. So you have 17 games now and there's only one bye. So if you can – figure out what you want to do as a team on offense and and continue to improve on that and continue to find out about guys like Harris and this new tight end fryer move and to find out about these linemen and and not just the the guys they drafted, but guys like Banner and and Shooks to find out what you have. And of course the defense, if that can, if that defense can remain healthy and you figure some things out the secondary, if you're hot going into the playoffs, to me, I think that's more important than, than, winning the division and, and, and whatever seed you get other than the, num- the number one seed I would love for them to get. But other than that, I think it's, if they're hot going into the playoffs, I think that's going to be uh, important for them. Yeah, I agree. Tony. I think more than ever, and it's so funny to add, add that one extra game, but it feels like it's a lifetime adding that right. one extra game and it makes the season longer. And I was talking mm-hmm. to Matty P about this uh, last week. It's hard enough to win the, the National Football League. And Steelers fans, I know we can't win every single year. Right. We have hopes to win every single year. But there are 30 teams who have a chance to win. And I didn't include the Bungles because they suck. Right. Uh, there's only, only 30 teams plus the Steelers. And the, the Bengals will never make the playoffs again until I'm walking on this on this earth. But <laughs> I, I try to forget about your Bengals hate. I forgot about that. <laughs> I can't stand them. Can I can I change the title of this show right now and really just rip into the Bungles? Yes, um, you're the host. Yeah, look, let's go into the Bungles. They, they, they're part of the AFC North, right? Right. And I was talking to uh, one of my, my friends on my, my Steelers Nation Australia Facebook page, only a small one, but we people give us a lot of hate about um, AB and not winning championships with him. Look what they did with AG Green. What do, you, what do you think about that? They wasted his talent. Yeah, I mean, he... he... He was a great receiver, and they really didn't build anything around him. And, and now that they have a quarterback, a young quarterback, he's gone, and now they have to bring in uh, – they brought in T. Higgins last year. They, they had to draft uh, Jamar Chase uh, this year. So uh, they had that, they had that uh, receiver, and he was basically a, a, a pro bowler more often than not, but he could never uh, be surrounded by a cast of players that could, that could uh, turn him into a championship, a, a champion receiver. So – yeah, I mean Antonio Brown, they might not have won a, a title with him, but 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 uh, at least uh, they they built their team around him. Yeah, but that, that's why I make that point because uh, they give us a lot a lot of slack about how we we wasted players with Bell Brown guys like that Bryant bring him back you know all that jazz, but there are other teams out there and this National Football League is a really hard league to win. It's right. extremely hard to win. <laughs> um, we are blessed to have six championships and have been there eight times. Um, there's still, I think, 12 teams who've never won a Super Bowl right. or, or something like that. Or there was, there's seven haven't been in the playoffs. There's, there's a number out there. I can't think on top of my head. And you go into this AFC North, and I think, like, the way if I could rank them, I would say at the moment, I'm not saying, who, like, that who's going to win the division, but I would probably say Browns are up there. 
Like the the Browns for me now, they're not as laughable as you used to think because right. they do have they do have a good team on on offense. They have Nick uh, uh, Nick Chubb. They have the the other uh, running back from the Chiefs. They have Baker Mayfield can play really good or really awesome, like a lot of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is is massive, like on the on yeah. the front uh, on the the big boppers up front. Um, and they're coming out now and they, they've won a playoff game and their culture's kind of changing. So I don't really see them laying a duck egg and going, okay, two and uh, – two and how many games are left? <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> two, and fi- two, two and 15. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's I would so love weird. it. Yeah, I would love that. But that won't, that, that won't happen. They're too talented just, for that, yeah. You, you, can, you can't – at this moment, you just, just – the way they run that football and when I, when I saw them versus the, the, uh, the Ravens, I can't remember who won that game, but – that game was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, and the Ravens are very similar. Like you've got a good running team, um, a good good culture there. Even though I don't like the culture, but it's that football mentality of like they they want to win, they do anything to win. And then maybe that's why the Steelers might in this underdog role they might sit that third place because those two big teams like the Browns and the Ravens um, are still taking all the limelight and all, all the spotlight. Mm-hmm. However, they're forgetting one thing, Tony. We're Pittsburgh Steelers. We right. we won that we won that division uh, last year just, right. but we still won it. And if we're getting in uh, Najee Harris, Frymuth, uh, Green, some more guys to push this line forward, it wouldn't surprise me if if we're not going to go seventeen and zero, but we might keep up with the the Browns and Ravens, and we're going to we might split or we might um, hold that division, mm-hmm. you know. So I just I just find it very very funny. And even even to a point with um, like the draft expert, you know, you know what? Do you know what Mel Kiper Jr. gave oh, uh, yeah. the Steelers? Was it like a C, C minus, something like that? It was. It wasn't a great grade. I know that. C plus. C plus. And okay. C plus. Yeah. And I kind of think, and they all think, okay, we should have won a quarterback, but we know what Ben can do, and now Ben has five wide receivers that that really going to open this game up with Najee, but. How does someone give them a C plus when, when nothing is really, you know, happened just yet? It, it's it's so funny. It's like it's like like I said last night on or on Friday night on 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 the podcast. It's like nobody's ever seen a draft before, and and they talk, they make these definitive statements, and you know they they act like they they stay married to their opinions, they stay committed to their opinions, and that's fine. But uh, Steelers address three major needs in, in the first three rounds. You can you can argue over over uh, what round they they sh- maybe should have focused uh, on with various positions, but to me, I thought they they brought in some pretty good players. Whether they pan out or not, I don't know. And, and you know, as far as uh, look at last year's draft class, and and, and those, you know how how excited everybody is about Chase Claypool and his his continued development, and and Alex Highsmith, you know, if he if he makes that leap. Uh, and replacing Bud Dupree, maybe he's not Bud Dupree, but if he's pretty darn close, then 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 you know, you're, plus you're getting Devin Bush back. Uh, Kevin Dotson's going to be your starting left guard. Uh, he's made if he makes a, a, a even more improvements from his first year to, to this year. So I mean, there's you know, yeah, it's this year's draft class. And we don't know about that, but we don't know about any of the draft classes. But we do know that last year's draft class was pretty darn successful, and they're only going to get better in year two, you would think. Yeah, the, the only the only kind of way that I see that uh, in this mentality of being the underdog and we kind of fail and we we um, really lose a plot and we don't we don't progress. We're actually going backwards and we're going into 
uh, more of a reset or something like that, would be if this Matt Canada offense doesn't work out um, and, you know, we're not moving the ball, we're using the same plays. But something in, something in my heart tells me that we're not going to see that. We're not going to see what we had witnessed through a lot of years of, of Randy Finkner. And I remember, look, I'm in Australia here and I get up at 3 a.m., guys. When I get up at 3 a.m. <laughs> and, I turn, and I turn the TV on and I'm watching Steelers versus Browns, um, nice sunny day, and I'm like half awake. I'm like, what am I looking at? I don't really know just yet. And I'm pretty, <laughs> it's the only time I get up, right? But right. then I see something like flat and I'm like, like, how are you playing like this? And then, and then it doesn't even matter if we're down by 10 points or we're up by seven. You can still see that the Steelers were, were flat the last few years. And there was no – look, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a X's and O's guy, but there was no creativity in that offense. And that's where it kind of went – I think went stale. And I think even uh, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin knew this near the end and they had to make a change. So I'm looking to see if they, they're going to move them out of the role of underdog or, or at least fly under the radar. They still have to. They still have to use this offense, and I think it's going to happen with with Najee and, and Frymouth. And I think we'll like. I think I think as Steelers fans now, we we kind of see what what might happen, and we we could easily go and score four touchdowns or um, get everybody involved in the offense. But what if we if we do that and we win our first game, say thirty eight to thirteen? Will the media would that one game? set them off or are we just, are we stuck in our role for, for this for this first three months of it i guess it all depends on who they who they beat in their first game if it's a team like last year when when they played the giants uh, probably nobody would be impressed because you remember how everybody kept harping on their schedule last year oh they're they're a, they're paper champions because their schedule's not that tough but if they go out and they beat up on a say they play the browns in week one and they beat them up or the ravens or or mm-hmm. the chiefs or who either they play the chiefs this year Whoever they, a, a, a true uh, playoff contender from last year, a team that, that that was impressive last year, and they go and they beat them up. Then yeah, I think the media might might um uh, be impressed, but at the same time, there's going to be that there's going to be people waiting for that other shoe to drop. Are they gonna are they gonna lose to an inferior you know inferior opponent that kind of thing? So I, I just think it would depend on who who they who they would play in week one. It's but but what's funny though, and I kind of like sit back as a fan and go. The players don't care who they beat, who they verse. No. The players go out there, and it's 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 eleven versus eleven. It's it's one of the hardest hitting games. It's why I got into the NFL when I was watching back in the day. Remember the Titans all, in all films like that? I brought it before. I, I love this game. The players don't care <laughs> if they're versing the New York Jets with a rookie quarterback, or they're versing Tom Brady at the Buccaneers, and he's like he's like sixty five. They don't <laughs> care who they play. They just right. want to play, um, you know, firstly it gets them out, they're getting fit, but also they're making a big big pay ticket. Well, they go out there and they want to win. Well, that's what you would hope for, for Steelers fans, um, that they want to win. Um, to end on this side of the, of, the, of the discussion about being the underdog, um, who do you well, – I'm not going to include the Bungles again, but hmm. just the overall, just a quick, quick one, one go. Is it Browns or Ravens in our way? Um. I'd say it's probably the Browns. I think I think the uh, as far as like the number two team, uh, I think I think they're going to have a hard time beating the Ravens for the division. But that's just as I sit here today and in, in, on May eighth as, as we're doing this live. I think it's I think it's going to be, um, um, or it's May 9th for you are, but it's going to be the Ravens, Browns, and Steelers as far as pecking order to start the year. 
but it doesn't mean that they can't win the division. I just think, I think the Browns are in their way as far as uh, being able to, to um, become the, the Ravens uh, chief rival for the division in 2021. Yeah, and that's so funny how you date it May 8th and May 9th because it is so far away for the right. season. Right. Uh, and I know we have to have some fun and talk about something, so this is why I brought up the, the role of this underdog. But, look, it's so far away. We, we don't even know some of the players who are going to gonna, uh, wear particular jerseys. Um, some of the players, you don't even know if they're left-handed or right-handed yet in, in a certain degree. Right. So, look, it's yeah, it, that's what it is. All right, Tony, let's go to... Um, a break here. So if you're on the YouTube, please stick around. We're having a lot of fun. It's uh, my Sunday, almost 10.30 a.m. Your guys are Saturday. Uh, and if you're on the audio platform, just uh, whatever whatever you use, Spotify or whichever, just um, make sure you click part two and, and stick around and come back. Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.